0: And now on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Well, welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on the art of conflict management. Well, today I want to talk to you about setting some boundaries or ground rules and also alternatives if it is a little bit too difficult to resolve these difficult conversations with the person that you are in conflict with. And um, and I think these are going to be some creative things for you. Um, in fact, I have one specific idea I'm going to share with you that I used with my family that worked rather well. So I'm hoping you're going to be able to glean something from that in addition to the past episodes that I've offered in this series. So if you're just now joining, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the very start. We've provided a lot of information thus far and we have more to go. is really kind of a complex subject and and honestly needs to be covered from top to bottom, uh, because not every solution works for everybody, and I understand that. Um, So you've got to find the ones that are going to work for you and for your personality, for your family type, for your, your specific conflict issue, and hopefully you're going to find more than one that you can use again and again. All right, so let's talk about setting boundaries Uh, it can be incredibly helpful to actually decide in advance what the boundaries are. So before going into the conflict situation, think about what boundaries need to be set or what rules, what uh, ground rules need to be put in place for all parties. So it might be things like reminding everyone that the conflict is not personal, no yelling, um, no calling names, no using the uh, you word when you're fighting, you know, make everything I, I mean, and you could even do it in such a, a kind of a, a lighthearted way that it, it wouldn't be as much of a conflict. If you have that kind of family, I know in some situations, things can be very tense at the very beginning, no matter what you do, and what ground rules you set, but still to have those ground rules in place can really help keep things aligned and in some sort of, uh, orderly fashion. Okay. Um, Another idea is asking everyone to keep the discussion confidential. And, uh, and that would be especially true in the case of, you know, a, a work environment, if that's where it's going. Um, it, trusting everyone to manage their emotions and not make outbursts or hurtful remarks uh, or, be, um, or exaggerating or being dishonest. I mean, these are all great ground rules. But I have another one um, that was kind of creative. I wanted to share with you, and um, it's called a, a feather talk. I don't. You can call it whatever you want, but but basically, I, a feather is a great device to use in this because it's so light. It kind of reminds you of keeping calm, and you know, keeping try to keeping things lighthearted and and not being heavy uh, in the conversations that you have together. But what you do is you've got a feather, and you can really use anything. I mean, you can use a pen. You could use a you know, uh, uh, a rock, a, a penny, whatever, you know, a coin, it doesn't matter what it is. That's not the point here. Um, but if you have a feather, um, which is what I use, then it, it, each person would get a chance to talk while they were holding the feather. And, you know, if necessary, maybe there's a timer on it. So maybe they each person gets two minutes to share their heart. Okay. And so as long as they're holding the feather in their hand, no one can interrupt them. They can't No outbursts, excuses, you know, blame, uh, you know, interrupting, being nasty. You got to just be quiet and listen to the one who has the feather. Um, And then as soon as that two minutes is up, they have to pass the feather to somebody else. And then that person gets two minutes uninterrupted. And the idea is to try to keep things calm, orderly, but also to give everyone an opportunity to share very openly without being interrupted. Um, another method that I used with my teenage kids, which was very helpful at the time, um, is to pass notes under the door. Now that may sound silly, but it really did keep things calm. So we'd have a, you know sheets of paper or index cards or whatever, and we you know or one piece of paper that you just continually write on, fold up, send back under the door. And we would just write to each other. And, and then, the, and then the, the note would come back and then it's their turn and et cetera, et cetera. And that keeps people from yelling and hollering and gives them a chance to share things. Now, obviously with writing, sometimes it can be misconstrued. So you got to be careful with that one. Um, and, there were, and then when we got into the technology days, we even would sometimes try to resolve conflict through text messaging, um, which sounds silly. And again, writing can be misconstrued, so you got to be careful but uh, there were times when it was very effective, especially if everyone is too emotional and upset and angry or hurt. Um, so these are just a few things that you can do to try to, to, you know, get things solved, uh, at least to some degree where there's some peace. Um, but, uh, you know, the main thing here is that you have those ground rules in place, whatever they might be. Um, if you can't Seem to console the situation in any of those methods. Um, you may have to have a third party step in. Now that could be someone hired. I mean, there's moderators out there. I've mentioned that before. I even mentioned a name. Um, uh, but you could also have a friend, or a friend of the family, or somebody that you trust, uh, kind of sit there and and you know help to dissect and referee, if you will, the conversation. Uh, if you're afraid of retaliation, discrimination, or other uh, inappropriate or illegal ramifications for addressing the conflict, this might really be relevant to have. Um, You know, oftentimes in in the work environment, the HR person sits in, but it could be a number of different individuals that would be appropriate in the situation. A neutral third party can either act as a sounding board to retrieve facts uh, from each of the things that are spoken in each party, Uh, to achieve a resolution, or they might just simply guide the conversation like a referee and keep time so that you don't waste the day having an unproductive conversation. All right, well, that's all I have today. I definitely have more for you tomorrow, so please come back and share this with who it may help. This is Michelle Staphas, Reframe and Rewire. Thanks for joining.